years old. Hi, I'm Joshe and I'm seven years old. Hey, this is Mommy. What's up, everyone? I'm Daddy. And you're listening to It's Movie Night. And this week we watched Justice League Doom. DC and Warner Brothers Animation put out this movie in 2012. It's rated PG-13 and has a runtime of one hour and 15 minutes. Some other films Warner Brothers put out around this time were Batman Year One and Superman vs. the Elite. Girls, what would you say this movie's about? It's about bad guys who want to fight the superheroes. Absolutely. Zosha, do you want to add anything to that? The head of the bad guys also wants to destroy half of the world. That's correct. This movie's about a bad guy named Vandal Savage who has plans to take out the Justice League using the Justice League's biggest villains. However, his big plan is to steal Batman's plans to take out the Justice League. How does that work out? You'll have to watch and find out because this is something you don't want to miss. Some familiar voices, Batman slash Bruce Wayne is none other than Kevin Conroy. If you have seen a Batman film, odds are you've heard this man's voice. He was Batman in the animated series from 1992 to 96. He's done the voices for the video games, including the Arkham series. And he got to be Batman in person one time in an Arrowverse episode. Superman, or Clark Kent, is voiced by Tim Daly. He has done countless animated shows, movies, and games as Superman. And he is also Pete Wilder in the show Private Practice for Parents. Wonder Woman or Diana Prince is voiced by Susan Eisenberg. She is also Wonder Woman in countless animated shows, movies, and games, and she's done a lot of video game work. She is in Destiny, World of Warcraft, Skylander, Star Wars, The Force Unleashed, numerous projects there. Green Lantern or Hal Jordan is played by Nathan Fillion. If you've seen a James Gunn movie, you have seen this man. He's done the voice of Hal Jordan eight times. He does the voice of Johnny Worthington in Monsters University, which is like the buff guy that Sully's trying to get in with. And he is also Richard Castle in the show Castle. Maddie had never heard of this before, but it was it was a long-running series. Never heard of it. The Flash or Barry Allen is played by Michael Rosenbaum. He's the Flash in 43 episodes of the Justice League animated series. He's also live-action Lex Luthor in the show Smallville. And then a movie that I recommend for parents, he plays Danny in Pool Hall Junkies. Check that out, parents. And then the director of this movie is Lauren Montgomery. She's mostly done work with DC Animation, including Green Lantern First Flight in the Emerald Knight movie, Batman Year One, Superman Batman Apocalypse, and she's also been the storyboard artist for almost every single DC animation movie from 2004 to 2016. That's a long resume. It is. So, Mommy, when did you see this movie for the first time? Like you said, it came out in 2012. How old were you? When did you see it? I did not see it in 2012. I didn't see it until you showed me it. So I had to have been either 21 or 22. Not sure if we watched this movie in 2013 or 2014, Ah, but it was somewhere around then. And I liked it. I thought it was short to the point, but very action packed. Yeah. What about you? Did you see it when it first came out? I did see it when it first came out. I bought this when it first came out and I was like, man, I need to check this out because it's, it's highlighting Batman for the most part. And Batman is awesome in this movie. We'll get to some of that later on. But yeah, I I enjoyed this very much. So one of the reasons why we picked this movie is because, one, we wanted a PG-13 movie. We also wanted to cover an animation. We figured, let's watch this movie. But the biggest factor is we have had multiple occasions where we are out in public. The most recent one, we were at Zosha's school, and the theme this year is superhero superpowers. So they've got Marvel and DC characters lining the halls. And there was Batman on the wall and then a bunch of Marvel characters. So Hulk, Thor, Iron Man. And we said, who do you think would win in a fight? 
and Zosha picked the Hulk. And Daddy and I were appalled. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much told her that she can go live on the street because she's not invited into our house anymore. So from that, we decided, all right, we need to show you one of the movies that highlights why Batman is the best superhero. He has no powers. He is just a man, but he is brilliant. Yep. Which brings us into our very first positive of this movie. And Zosha actually pointed this out. We're very proud of her. She pointed out the lesson of always having a plan before starting something. Yeah. And Batman is all about the plans. He has a backup for absolutely every scenario. And it's awesome. Yes, this movie, like you had said, proves why Batman is the best superhero. And it's because he's always prepared. He is one step maybe two steps ahead of every single person. And yeah, he gets beat up a few times. However, there might be a strategy to him getting beat up. Maybe he needs to tire out his villain. Maybe there's a reason bigger than we see, but he knows it. There is always some sort of contingency. That's right. And another positive that I have is the runtime. Like you had said, an hour, 15 minutes. If you're a nerdy parent who wants to dip your kids into the nerdy pool, you won't be wasting much time by showing them this movie. It's straight, it's to the point, it's got action, it's got villains, it's fast moving, they'll enjoy it. And if they don't, you only wasted an hour and 15 minutes. You didn't have to watch a two-hour Disney movie. Yes, and with that, you get to know a bit about each character, each superhero, their powers, their weaknesses, etc. It's a great introduction where kids can see all these heroes, and parents can see who they kind of lean into and go from there. So if your kid really liked Green Lantern, then boom, all right, let's go look into more of these animations. Yeah, you're for not, sure. You're not going to waste your time watching movies about characters that your kids don't necessarily care about. And speaking of all the characters, like you had mentioned, there's a lot of voice work in this movie. I just need to highlight Kevin Conroy, Batman, for a moment here, because like you said, he did the animated series from 92 to 96. He's been in countless movies, games, all this stuff. We read comic books. We read Batman, a lot of Batman. And most of the time that we're reading these comic books, in our heads, it is Kevin Conroy's voice. He passed last year and I didn't get to meet him and it broke my heart. Um, it's just an icon to be leaving this world so soon and so much great things that he did. So... Sad, and I just wanted to highlight his character just a little bit there. But some other voice work, like we had mentioned, is, you know, Michael Rosenbaum, who's done The Flash and Nathan Fillion, and they, they fit their characters very well. Like Hal Jordan, I think Nathan Fillion in real life would be a pretty good cast as Hal Jordan for a live action movie. I think that he just fits the role. Yes, he's got that smugness to him that he does. He does. And having Kevin Conroy as Batman and all this awesome voice work in the film, it reminds us of all these shows we watched as children. But a positive about this is it's slightly more grown up than the animated series from Cartoon Network or whatever channel we were watching at the time. This has adult elements to it. I feel like it's a more realistic showing of superheroes fighting crime. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I said that this is awesome for parents to show their kids because you're watching something that's a little more adult. So you're enjoying it a little bit more. Yes, without crossing that line of watching a live-action superhero film, which might be a little bit too much for your child, depending on their age. It's a lot easier to take violence as a cartoon than real life, because I feel like it doesn't hit home as hard. I can see that. So some of the negatives now. One of them is that the vocabulary in this movie is kind of advanced for kids. They use words like psychological weakness, contingency, neutralize, genocide, magnesium oxide. Yeah, secretion. There was a lot of words that even when I'm watching it, I understand these words, but I would look at the girls the moment they were said to see if they would squint their eyes like they don't know what that means. So I think that that kind of sucked for kids that yeah. they would be like, I don't I don't really understand what's happening, what they're saying right now. So that's definitely a negative. 
with the vocabulary comes the jokes as well. I know you and I laughed out loud multiple times by some of the quips that Batman had. Yeah. And the girls were just silent. It completely went over their heads. And we were like, well, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, there's a really cool scene where Batman comes back home to the Batcave and Alfred's there waiting and he goes, yeah, I'm not going to let you work. I'm not going to let you pass me because you need to get eight hours of sleep and you need to do this and you need this. Medical attention. Yes. And Batman just, he broods. And Alfred goes, you can brood while you eat your soup. And it is so funny. We both laughed out loud because just Alfred's just, he's always great. He just has this loving yet condescending tone that only he can talk to Batman like that. Like, <laughs> it, and he'll take it. He's not going to say anything to Alfred. Yeah, because clearly Batman, if he wanted to, can do anything he wanted. But he respects Alfred. And he knows Alfred's just trying to take care of him. And it's great. He is. He's looking out for him. It's like, hey, congratulations on fighting crime, but you need at least seven hours of rest. <laughs> you need to eat. And I'm, I need you to not bleed on my floor. It's just, oh, it's so funny. And then to sidetrack that Batman respects Alfred... Batman in this movie is a pretty big jerk. He doesn't trust anyone. He always has to one-up every character. He never says thank you to anyone. He's just not a team player for being in a group called the Justice League, or even the fact that we know that later on he gets Robins, or I don't know when the story takes place if Robins already exists, but... For being... They do, because the Royal Flush Gang makes a comment about, what am I going to be afraid of? Robin's coming to help? Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. for being somebody who has groups and is in charge of people, he's not a very big team player, in this movie at least. No, I made a comment at one point, even to the girls, that I was like, rude, that they had just finished dealing with the Royal Flush Gang. And they're all like, you know, go home, get some rest. Cyborg's like, I'll go through all this stuff. And trust me, I will call you the moment I find something. Like, chill, Batman, go to bed. And instead of being like, all right, thanks, Cyborg, let me know. He just like gives them all this look and then batarangs off into the night, like just disappears. <laughs> and you're like, all right, like a simple good night or a nod, like give them something, Batman. Yeah, <laughs> and we had mentioned at the end of the movie as well is that, you know, Superman gives Batman this gift and Batman closes it up and he doesn't even say thank you. He doesn't nod, he doesn't squint, he doesn't smirk. He just leaves. Yes, and all the while... Superman is being so sincere and heartfelt and he has this slight smile on his face and you're like, someone's giving you some love, Bruce. Take the wall down. <laughs> Take the wall down just an inch. <laughs> yeah. So another negative that got me is the first time I watched this movie, it threw me off because one of the very first scenes, Batman walks onto the scene and a guard is face down. And when they zoom in, there's a card sticking out of his back and mm. it's a playing card automatically. Anybody who reads, watches, or does anything with <laughs> Batman, my brain goes, oh, Joker's in this movie. All right, cool. So then he enters and starts fighting, and this is not the Joker. It is a gang called the Royal Flush that I had never heard about. I have read many comics, many things. I have never heard of the Royal Flush gang. So I was like, all right. And that's kind of a theme in this movie. Like, I know Cheetah which yeah. is the counterpart to Diana and some of the villains in this movie. But for, yes, but for the most part, they are not mainstream villains like Mirror Man or Mirror Mystery. What's his name? Mirror, Mirror Magician. Mirror Master. Mirror Master. We're on there. It's the M's. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I you're so used to seeing reverse flash and, and things like that, that it kind of threw me off. Not a bad thing. It's introducing you to different villains that you didn't know about. But I can see where that would lose interest for some people because these villains are talking and you're like, why do I care about you? You're not Penguin. You're not Joker. You're not the cool guys. 
<laughs> I see what you're saying. Most people don't want to see the villains that you like, though, get beat up. Or maybe they just didn't want you to like the villains. Which is true. But on that note, I will say I was excited to see Vandal Savage, but then also let down, which brings me back into a negative. Because mm. in the comic books, Vandal Savage can be brutal, oh, man. Yeah. And in this animation, he just is like super polite about his evil plans. Like he's very um, aristocratic, if you will. Okay. Like, you know, like he's swirling his wine like, okay, that's done next. Whereas <laughs> in the comics, he's always like shirtless and trying to sword fight people. So he's an old soul. Yeah, it was, you know. So yeah, that was a little bit contradicting for me and to hit off of that vandal savage does steal batman's plans to neutralize the justice league in case they were to succumb to mind control he would have a chance at fighting them in hand-to-hand combat so vandal savage he ups the ante on these plans like i said batman just wants to neutralize them he wants to fight them but vandal savage wants to take them out for good so these plans can be brutal at times They deal with people who are blowing themselves up and Superman's lured to the top of a building because a man's going to jump off of it. And the fact that they deal with suicide is a big negative for me. I don't want kids to know that that exists. I mean, I know that younger kids are not supposed to be watching this movie technically. It's 13 and up. So by that time, you should know the difference of what to do and what not to do. Right and wrong. Absolutely. But this is a big negative if you're going to show your younger kids like we did. You just got to have that discussion before time. And one of the things that happens to one of the characters as well is a big section that's a downer for this movie, and it's Hell's section. He's kind of just taken out by grief and regret and loss. So it's kind of boring, and it's just, he's sad, and it's kind of, it's, it's lame. It's really lame. For children. Because yeah, you just, you're not understanding that. You've luckily never had to experience anything like that. So you're just kind of like... Why is this dude crying in a cave? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I appreciate what they did. I love it. It's good for his story. However, it slows this movie way down. And what type of negatives come with parental control, mommy? Language is very mild. There's only three minor words uttered. Violence, I can't review it all, guys, without telling you this entire movie. All the villains are trying to eliminate their rivals. So yeah, there's fighting, explosives, shooting, scratching, etc. Scary, our girls didn't say anything was scary, but things get dark. Bruce gets buried alive with his parents' skeleton. Martian Manhunter is set on fire and he's screaming as he burns. The Green Lantern enters a very tense hostage situation. I don't think all of these things will necessarily scare or bother kids, but one of them might stick for younger audiences. Grown-up stuff? Star Sapphire's outfit man is very scandalous. Get back upstairs, young lady, and put a (laughs) shirt on. I feel like all parents watching this movie are like, "Mm, don't like that Halloween idea. A birthday party is held in a bar. Bane uses venom, quote unquote, to become buff and strong. And then Martian Manhunter and Wonder Woman are also drugged slash poisoned against their will. Not cool. And as for an age recommendation, this movie does get pretty heavy at times, but you know your kids better than we do. We're just here for recommendations. So I'm going to say maybe 10 and up is a good age. Our girls did enjoy this at five and seven, but I think some of it is too heavy and 10 and up would be a pretty good age. I agree. Our girls at five and seven enjoyed this movie more for the introduction of characters and seeing some of the superheroes that they're familiar with. But the rest of the story was just a bit too heavy. Yes. And we got what we wanted out of this. Just like you had said, Amelia was really into Wonder Woman. We'll look up some more Wonder Woman content for her. And Zosha, like any sane member of this family, (laughs) loved Batman. So under the red hood, we're coming for you. Yes. (laughs) 
So Rotten Tomato critics have this movie at 100%, which is a thumbs up. However, there's only five critics that reviewed this movie. Audiences have it at an 87%, which is still a thumbs up, and there's over 5,000 reviews on that. Let's see how it holds up in our house. Zosha, do you give Justice League Doom a thumbs up, a thumbs middle, or a thumbs down? Thumbs middle. A thumbs middle? Okay. Amelia? Thumbs up. A thumbs up? Wonderful. Mommy, what do you give this movie? I'm going to give this movie a thumbs middle, because although I enjoy some aspects of it, there are so many other DC animations that I would watch before this. Okay. What about you, Daddy? I'm going to go thumbs middle as well. I love this movie. I think it's delightful. It's action-packed. It's fun to watch. But I agree. I would rather watch other DC animated films first. And if any of you would like to add Justice League Doom to your movie night list, it is currently streaming on Macs or available across platforms. And after watching, let us know if you give it thumbs up, thumbs middle, or thumbs down. And when you want to let us know what you think about the movie, please find us on social media. We like to post pictures of us on our movie nights, letting you know what snacks and sweets we're eating. We post a dad joke as well as a sneak peek clip theme to the episode coming out that week. It's a fun place to hang out. Our Facebook is It's Movie Night, and our Instagram is It's Movie Night Pod. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another movie night. Bye. Bye.